Hi everyone, it's Darren here. And Tanya. Welcome to Beyond the Photo Assignment. So this fortnight's episode is 10 things your tutor wished you knew or 10 things Tanya and I wished all our students knew before they started college. <laughs> so Darren, what's one thing that you could tell your students? If I could get my students to do one thing for their entire college life, be on time. <laughs> Darren, I agree. Teaching yourself how to be punctual at university is the first step on how to be punctual in the workplace. And I think that's really, really important. Just once, just once. I want to be the one that's late and, <laughs> and see the faces of the students and see all the complaints come in when I rock up at the same time some of my students do. I think you should do it. I, I, I <laughs> Maybe should. do it on Thursday when you're teaching. <laughs> just turn up at, at lunchtime, see what happens. turn up at 11 o'clock. <laughs> so Tanya, what do you do when, when your students are late? I want to walk. <laughs> you just breathe heavily at them. <laughs> no response. What do I do when they're late? I remind them of the time and I remind them that other people are waiting and they're making other people uh, uh, not fall behind as such, but it interrupts someone else's day. I also remind them that it is rude and that class does start at whatever time class starts, like 10 a.m. What about you? Um, I'm very much the sort of tutor where I just push through. Like yeah. if I've got a student or students in class, I'm starting at 10 o'clock. And if you miss it, it's now your turn to catch up. Oh, so you'll say to them, okay, this is where we are in the PowerPoint or video or whatever. Yep. You need to actually catch up. Correct. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm not as harsh as you. I'm I need to change bit, my style. I know. Maybe I'm a bit too ruthless. <laughs> <laughs> Even when we're, you remember during lockdown when we had to do everything sort of online yeah, Zoom, and, yeah. and do it things on Zoom, students are even late then. I'm like. You can join you, in your pajamas. I know. It's like, it's like, what was traffic heavy today? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> so we're both sticklers with time management. Maybe that's a Virgo thing. But how are you with your organisation? It's probably a left-hander thing too. A left-hander thing as well. <laughs> <laughs> time with... And, oh, wait. Organisation. Organisation? Yeah. How's Are my, you organised? I am ridiculously organised. Extremely organised. Um, as some people may or may not know, listen to this podcast, my former career is in the army and I was a sergeant in the army before I left to become a photographer. So my organisational skills are pretty freaking ruthless. <laughs> <laughs> Back to being ruthless again. I'm going to say my organisation skills are on point. I'm extremely organised and I can't, I'm ruthless too. I can't tolerate unorganised people. It's not hard to organise your life. Oh, outside of teaching, I am the most disorganised person in the oh, world. Oh, no, I'm not. Go and talk to my organized. wife. She's like, who is this guy? He's not organised at all. But when it comes to work and when it comes to teaching, I am... Mr. Organisation. See, I'm organised in life and teaching. If you meet my husband, 
he's the exact opposite of me. It drives me mad that he he can't get himself organised. My wife's the one in our relationship where she's like, okay, we're going on holiday. I have the passports. Everything's booked. And I'm the one going, where are we going? (laughs) (laughs) If a student is going to be late, Darren, how do you want them to let you know? Um, Just send me an email. I mean, one of the things I don't need is an excuse because when people can't make it or, you know, you're just a little bit sick, you might be hungover, that's fine. I don't need an excuse of why you're going to be late. I just need to know that you're going to be late or you're not going to be at class that day. So it's keeping open the doors of communication. Yeah, yeah, it really is. And what I can do then is if I know one of my students isn't going to be there, put together a little package, you know, hey, here's some resources you can read or some YouTube videos that'll catch you up on today's sort of content. And when you come back to class next week, you're all caught up. I suppose uh, communicating effectively with your tutor sort of helps you in your future career as well. The more you get yourself in the habit of communicating, whether you're going to be away or late, the more you can incorporate it into your everyday life, uh, which will help you have a more successful career in the future. Getting back onto that is... I don't know how many jobs I've gotten over my whole career just because I turned up on time. I have had so many assisting gigs because word gets around that Darren shows up on time. Now, I was never, ever the best assistant, (laughs) (laughs) ever, Um, but I showed up. I was there on time. And once you sort of do that and people go, oh, my God, he shows up. They keep on bringing you back. So let's get off the time management thing. I can see, I can see both of us getting a little bit salty with this topic. <laughs> um, how about... Can you see my twitch? Yes, yes. I saw you twitching. <laughs> um, but how about um, using resources available to you at college? I mean, I, I'm always pushing students to borrow cameras, get into the studio. What about you? Using the equipment, yeah, making use of the computers, especially if you're working off a laptop. I find laptops are really hard to work off. So I always say to my students, use the college. I'm just calling it college instead of university too now. Use the uni campus, like use the computers. They've got Photoshop on them. They've got the programs that you need so you don't actually have to purchase them. And use them to your advantage because when you do enter the the, the so-called real world, you're not going to have access to these things. And if you do, you're going to have to pay for them. Yep, absolutely right. And one of the things you're going to have to pay for once you actually leave uni is studio time. Yeah, they're so expensive. Yep. And one of the things you do have available to you whilst you're at uni is that free studio time. Get in there. Like, I don't want to say that. (laughs) I don't want to say, you know, use the hell out of it, but use the hell out of it. Practice. It's there for practice. Exactly. Test shoot if you can, shoot with your, shoot anything really. I mean, if you want to shoot product in the future, get in there and just shoot product, shoot any random product, shoot people, practice, because practice makes perfect as well. So using that equipment to full advantage. How would you, Darren, as a student, build strong study habits? Are you asking how would I or how did I? How did you? <laughs> or how would you if you were a student again? I'm a terrible student. I am not, <laughs> I'm not very good. I, mean, I, oh, I can sit here and say, I wish my students did this. I wish my students did that. But when I was a student, I was horrible. Go go ask my old tutors. I say, that guy was terrible. Um, 
but I've learned from that. I've, I've absolutely learned from my terrible procrastination and my terrible sort of, um, time, time was never an issue for me. I always had everything on time, but, um, building strong study habits is set aside a day a week or a block of time per week where you just do work for your photography studies. Um, say a three hour block, you go into your, I was going to say, um, home office then, but we're all of us have a home office, you know, go, go your to your lounge an, room with your laptop on your lap. Yes, exactly. Uh, go into a nice quiet area, get away from everybody and use that block of time to watch some videos, go over your class notes or, or make a plan about what you need to get done next. I mean, if you're going to go in the studio next, plan your shoot. You touched on something before that I just want to speak about. You mentioned procrastination. Now, we all do it. Oh, I am the king <laughs> of procrastination. Sometimes procrastination can actually lead you into a sort of a bit of a blockage as well. So how would you get past that? Oh, no, I don't. <laughs> I, <laughs> I act, I'm one of these weird people, and, and I'm probably speaking to the majority out there too, that the procrastination actually fuels me. I need that stress that, oh my God, something's going to be handed in late or, oh my God, I'm, I'm not going to get this done on time to get me to do it on time. So you're like me, I need a deadline in order to hand something in on time and I won't do it three weeks earlier. I do it just before the deadline and I do my best work just before the deadline. Yep, absolutely. And I'm, I'm, all good for staying up till three o'clock in the morning, getting, <laughs> finishing up an assignment. <laughs> me too. Me too. But you know, I, I did it. I, I can't think of one assessment I've ever, ever handed in late. And I would have been so disappointed with myself if I did. How were your grades? After um, my three o'clock burning the McNeil oil sort of study <laughs> sessions. Um, were your images sharp? <laughs> <laughs> my, my grades were always quite good because I, was, I love photography and I love almost everything about it. Um, and that really, really helps me to get good grades. But at the end of the day, good grades matter. But, but they're only so important, aren't they? Exactly. They're not, no one, they're no not one, the end all and be all. Be yeah. all. We, we all get busy, you know, people have jobs, people have lives, you know, kids, they've got all sorts of things happening in their lives. And sometimes you just need a pass and that's fine. Bringing that back into the working industry as well, some jobs you'll do that you will be, they're amazing, you love it, it's, it's sensational. And some jobs you also do just to sort of satisfy the client. Because that's what they want. Or to and sales, sort of... satisfy your bank account. <laughs> <laughs> well, that goes sort of hand in hand with your assignments. You can't always get A plus with every single job you do in the industry. So it's sort of learning that you've got to give and take a little bit. Yeah, exactly. You've got to learn um, what the really important parts are that you really need to get good grades with because it might be part of building up your portfolio and, you know, other bits. Understanding where... the camera, understanding lighting. Yeah. But maybe some more of the academic sort of the type theory. stuff. The yeah. The, yeah. No one likes theory, mm, do they? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Getting, because we both know theory is boring and <laughs> the best way of getting away from that is actually going out and getting some experience. So what do you think about students going out and working whilst they're still at college? 
So a lot of students have jobs to support themselves through through university. So that's that's understandable. I mean, everyone needs to provide food and shelter for themselves. But I think it's extremely important that students get some form of work experience while they are a student. I think it'll help them understand the theory better. Uh, it'll help them understand. I suppose it's it sort of helps them put everything they learn in university together on a shoot and they get to see how a real photographer is actually working in industry, how they act with their clients, how they, you know, deal with post-production, how they deal with assistance. It sort of sets a good, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A good. Good precedent sort of. Yes. A, yep. Yes. For them. Yeah. Or, um, some of the people I assisted for it sort of lets you know how not to work in the industry. A hundred percent. Um, and I really encourage our students to sort of go out and start doing assisting work. Um, for us, it's, it's trimester two, but for other students, particularly if you're at university level, you know, that's that second year. If you're not assisting by the time you're doing your second year, then, you know, you, you've sort of got to start looking at yourself and go, you know, is formal study really for me? Um, because you're not getting, as you said, you're not getting that real world experience from the practical and the theory stuff that you've been doing at uni. I found with me as when I was studying photography, unless it was put, you know, I can read theory and that's fine, but until it's put into practice, it doesn't, it's like the penny drops. Oh, that's what they mean by this. Staying with second year students, if they can't find work as an assistant, what, what do you recommend them to go and do? I would suggest getting a mentor. I, I, I suggest that because, you know, having one tutor, it's great, but uh, opinions can be subjective. So you do sometimes need a secondary opinion and it is great to go outside the college to have that. So you have a connection when you leave college. I keep saying college. When you leave university, you have that connection outside of university that can help you and guide you in the future. And it's always great to get a second opinion. Always great. Triple great. Triple great. So we've sort of been going along the track of discussing what we wish first year students knew, second year students. What's something you wished, you know, sort of third year or, or last year students knew? I would probably say not to compare yourself to others. Everyone's at a different learning journey. <laughs> journey. <laughs> Everyone's at a different learning level and some people may understand theory better and, and the science behind photography and other people might be really artistic. So m the main thing for me would be don't compare yourself to others. This is you and your, your life. Do what you feel is best and lead the path that you want to go down. I totally agree because the only person you're competing against is yourself. You've got to be doing work that's better than what you did last assessment or your third year work should be a lot better than your second year work. So basically just showing um, improvement along the way from where you were as a beginner to what you are as a third year student. Yeah, and it doesn't matter where, where someone else is. It's where are you? Where are you in your development? If you're better now than what you were last year, then you're doing absolutely fine. Darren, was that 10 topics? Um, I think so. Should we just call it 10? <laughs> <laughs> we can pretend it's 10. It's 10, done. Yay. So if you're listening out there and uh, you've actually been counting, let us know how many topics we actually got up to because I'm interested as well. 
Thanks for listening to today's podcast on seven, eight, nine, ten things your tutor wished you knew. Maybe 11. <laughs> so that's the end of today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget you can catch us down in the show notes where you can ask us questions and we're more than happy to answer anything you've got to ask. Follow, Follow us. us on, oh, yes. <laughs> Follow us on socials. And subscribe. And don't forget that Tanya's got uh, the Instagram account up and running so you can come and have a look at some stuff it's behind the scenes. just started, but we're getting there.